Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to our channel. <laughs> Just kidding. But welcome back to another podcast. And I'm, I'm Carson. Allie. And today we're going to be talking about our new favorite show, we Out of Banks. obsessed uh, like everybody else. Yeah, we're so excited to be talking about this. Um, I am totally team JJ and Carson is team Yes, and Jack I actually Bates. did just post a little poll in our group. Uh, not a poll, our group the our fans that follow us on instagram on our instagram yes <laughs> 20 people and so far john b is winning 83 percent to jj 17 percent and ali i hate to break it to you wow the only person that voted uh-huh. for jj <gasps> okay good so more true. for me so do we want to like, like talk about how we got into the show yeah you yes. found it first so why don't so, you tell I Me. saw a coming attraction to it maybe like three weeks before it came out, maybe like two or three weeks before it came out. And I was like, wow, this looks really good. Like the cinema was really good. Like everything was beautiful about it. Everybody in it was good looking. And the storyline, which you guys don't know, we're going to be spilling spoilers. It's been out for a week and a half now. You guys should have watched it. I watched it three times. Allie watched it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're in quarantine. What are you doing? And if we have enough time to watch it three, two times, you've had enough to watch it at least once so far. But basically the show is about these kids in the Outer Banks who uh, fall upon a treasure adventure. It's a good way to put it, right? I guess. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, pretty much much it. it. I found the show a few weeks ago when the coming attractions came out. The day it came out, I watched the first episode late at night because I actually forgot it came out because I was on a Foster's role. Forgot came out, watched the first episode that night, and I was like, holy shit, this show is incredible. But it was like 3 o'clock in the morning already. I was like, all right, I'll stop, and I'll start it again tomorrow morning. And I finished it in a bang. It's so phenomenal. And then ever since then, I've been like literally telling everybody I know to watch it, and Allie's one of the people that I told to watch it. And mm-hmm. then Allie, tell your little Outer Banks adventure from there. Yeah, so you were hyping it up to me, and I Googled it really quick, and I was like, eh, like I'm not into – you know, like the younger kids, like it seems like a high school kind of show. I'm like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to watch it. And then you just kept like hyping it up. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a shot. Like what else am I doing? And then after the first episode, I was hooked and I watched it straight through. Like I was up until like five <laughs> in the morning watching it, but the cast is so good looking. Like that's all it takes to make a good show. Like just get some people good looking. Cause you people. just like want to watch them. Like you don't even care like what's going on. The yeah. Show. Like even if it, Exactly. Even if it sucked, I would still watch it because um, John B and JJ are oh so God. hot. Whole, really, like you're saying, the whole cast is absolutely gorgeous. From the main group of kids, the second like tiered cast members like Rafe and uh, Top. Yeah. Even the dad and the stepmom right. are really good looking. Right. But I guess this is a good time right. to talk about other things that like we didn't understand at first glance because I think we're not the only ones. I'm in a Facebook group with some Outer Banks uh-huh. people too and there were some questions and people that we know who watch the show have been asking some questions. So maybe we can talk about some of these things that we didn't catch first glance or reasons that we think that they did things this way. I think the biggest one for you two is the whole John B thing. Yeah. It was making me like so crazy that he goes by John B. And then you pointed out that his last name doesn't even start with a B. Like his name is just John yeah. B. Right? So his name is What's John last B. Name? Rutledge. So right. I think what my little interpretation is, his dad is also John. They called his dad Big John. Yeah. And Big then John. It's uh-huh. John B. It's kind of like a Tony Ann. Like you call him Tony Ann. You're not just going to call him Tony. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, 
or like a ju- junior like john yes, exactly. jr or like when you know like but michael like, who names her son michael like one's mike and one's mikey so yeah like do people really do that though like this is john this is john b john b has a baby names him john c <laughs> like it's just so crazy to me like they just go down like do people actually I do that think it's you more think? like a southern thing because like even like country artists or people who live in like tennessee and like the carolinas their kids are like uh-huh. addison ray um uh-huh. whatever thomas Rhett, ada jane like uh-huh. you know what i mean like i feel like it's all these like two yeah. name names and it's very it's like a southern mm-hmm. thing okay i don't know yeah that That's makes like sense my interpretation of the whole thing yeah it's just so funny because like john is such a common name yeah. And like, and everyone, it's like John, John Jr., John the third, John the fourth, and then there's John B. Like that's genius. I think I'm gonna um, do it, that. It is. It is genius. I'm gonna have a daughter. I'm gonna name her Allie because B. It, <laughs> Allie B. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense because that, like, it's such a small town and a small community too. So when they're yeah. talking about it, they're like, oh, John Rutledge the other day, they're like, oh, well, which John? The John the dad or John the son? It's like. Well, now you can just say John and John B. Yeah, that's true because Um, in um, Staten Island, like everyone goes by first and last name. Like no one would refer to me as Allie. It's like Allie Phillips, you know? So, and I know in other places, like that doesn't happen, you know? So it's like that. Right. In the smaller community, it's like, oh, there's Big John and John B. Like, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. So that's, that's what I think. I don't, I guess we'll know when, uh we find out directly from john b why but that's uh that's what i think and i think my <laughs> prediction's pretty spot on i don't know not gonna toot my own horn yeah that's that's a good reasoning i can see um, that and then the other thing that we were so confused about was the fact that they were not using their cell phones at all to communicate mm-hmm. and literally took me three times watching this and Alan <laughs> tell me and i was like oh yeah yeah i couldn't figure it out i'm like why are they calling the cops but like not using the phone like why are they like running to the police station yeah but then i realized that in the first episode they were just saying that like the power went out so they couldn't use their phones and literally one of the first lines in the show is the younger daughter what's sarah's little sister's name which that's another topic to talk about her name's wheezy yeah (laughs) We'll get to, we need to get into her. But she's like, Dad, uh, the Wi-Fi went out. And he's like, honey, there was a hurricane. Like, yeah, of course the Wi-Fi went out. And it's like, how did we – like, they were – they said it so many times in the first episode. And I just can't believe that we didn't pick I know, it up. I know, I think, like, like first throughout the whole season. episodes, you kind of, mm-hmm. like, half-watched. Because, like, you're, you're trying yeah. to see if you're going to get into the show or not. But Definitely. in this first episode, they give you so many – important information that you have to like really pay attention to. Yeah, I felt like that about every episode, like not even yeah, just the first. I felt like you couldn't stop watching for one second because something like something happens in a half second. Right. Yeah, so basically the whole story yeah. if you haven't watched yet is this island gets hit by a hurricane. Uh this guy goes missing who, which leads to a treasure hunt. So this I think it's like probably like in a what would you say like a week, a few days span that this is all happening. So the whole island, yeah, especially the poor side, is out of power. So, like, the poor side, which is called the cut, has literally no power at all. No lights, no this, no that, no phone. But then figure eight, the rich side, who were actually called the kooks, and then the poor side, the pogues, the kooks have backup generators, so they're able to get Wi-Fi and their electric back. But I think cell phone towers are still down island-wide, so that's why nobody can call each other. But I was saying to Ali too – they show Sarah looking at her phone after her and John B go to Chapel Hill 
So it was like, mm-hmm. they definitely have phones. Like, why aren't they using them when we were dumb and didn't realize it? And then even you said, like, oh, maybe they want the show to have a more timeless feel. Like, that's why they're not adding the phone <laughs> to the show. But, but and I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, maybe. But then I but realized. But then you would have a point. You're like, that doesn't make any sense because they're literally smoking jewels. Yeah, I was like, why would they be smoking jewels, not cigarettes? But like not using yeah. cell phones, but and I think it's also coming from Long Island and Staten Island, we don't get too many hurricanes or storms like that, mm-hmm. so we don't know the logistics of it. Right, that is true. Right? I mean, we had like one hurricane in our lives in Long Island, Staten Island. But yeah, that makes sense as to why we wouldn't just like automatically know. Maybe like, oh. I don't know. Maybe but, we're just dumb. But I like. I like that they did that in the show, though, to make it more complicated, you know, yeah. because if they had cell phones and they could communicate with each other, like, so easily, I feel like it wouldn't have been as interesting. No, it definitely wouldn't have been. It kind of, like, throws a curveball into the already curved ball adventure that they're going through. Like, they're like, oh, we're going to drop you off here, but I'll meet you back here at uh, 3 o'clock tomorrow. And they're just like, okay. Yeah, or, like, at the end where he's like, like where's what? Sarah? When he's, like, about to go off. And they're like, I don't know. Isn't she with oh, you? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. if they had their phones the show wouldn't have been half as good so true so smart on the directors and producers and writers on that yeah i wonder if in the next season if they'll have their power back and have their phones I know, right well john b and uh saddles were going to bahamas and they were right. definitely stuck on a boat too so definitely their phones are water damaged af or maybe they didn't even bring them actually i mean they were running away so they probably john b probably doesn't have a phone probably not like who's paying for it no one's paying his phone no. <laughs> or even um they- <laughs> jj says in the, like the first or second episode to kiara he's like not everybody can afford unlimited data plans kiara oh yeah yeah when they were talking about like getting money yeah they're talking about the treasure yeah Yeah, jj by the way is my man (laughs) that is my new crush so people i told you but people are saying that he looks like a blonde harry styles and you agree totally totally and it makes sense because harry's the love of my life and then i saw jj i was like wait a minute there's no way they're not like fraternal twins of some sort Like, like third cousins they have to be because number one like Getting a creature like Harry Styles is like a gift, like a gift from God, and then you get another person that looks like him. And you There's see, just no I way. haven't decided if he looks like Harry yet or not. I don't. I'm like really? undecided. Yeah. Oh, I see it so much. Like, More so, like in the show than in pictures. You're probably like too busy looking at John B. Probably, I love John B. And they, a lot yeah. of people have uh, mm-hmm. paired him and the. You know, you know, remember the guy from Brink and Princess Diaries? Oh my God! Yes, and I thought that to myself. People are saying he looks like him. Yes. Oh my God! I literally thought the same thing. I'm looking up his name right now. The okay. he's like the jerk, like the really hot, cute kid, but he's a jerk. Yeah from princess diaries his name is eric von dieten he's also in disney channel's original movie Brain. oh my god wait he's the voice of sid in toy story too what yeah I never no way. That. oh but yeah he looks like him that's so funny and then another thing too that i want to talk about that may not uh-huh. have been noticed in the show is that it actually wasn't filmed in the Outer Banks. So I Yeah, I can't believe that. I know. And you would think that it would be like Outer Banks, how yeah, like, hard how it is to shoot on. Yeah. But so I it heard. was filmed in South Carolina? Yep, in Charleston, in South Carolina. So as you know, we're both obsessed with the show. So after three times of watching, I still couldn't get enough. I've been listening to music from the show, been looking at watching articles, reading articles. And so it, they were planning on filming in Outer Banks in North Carolina. 
But due to the, like, the Bathroom Act, if you guys remember, that was, like, a huge thing last year, the year before, where states were voting on whether the bathroom is going to be gender fluid, basically. And North Carolina decided not to. And whatever is on your birth certificate is a bathroom that you need to use. And Netflix felt strongly against this. So they didn't want to film in North Carolina. So they ended up filming in South Carolina. So they filmed in mm-hmm. Charleston. But and all the articles, too, like the... Um, producers and directors and stuff were saying that they found perfect area that represents the Outer Banks perfectly. Um, They still reference to some of the names of places in the Outer Banks, but a lot of the places that they use are fictionary places for fictionary. Is that even a word? I don't know. Imaginary places in the show. (laughs) I didn't even think twice when you said fictionary. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I'm like, I'm going to sound so stupid. I don't think that's a word. So, yeah, it was filmed in Charleston. Um, and actually, Sarah, Maddie, in real life, grew up, like, mm-hmm. 20 minutes away from where they filmed, if that. Oh, wow. Lucky for her. Right? Um, That's so interesting, though. So, I wonder why they wouldn't, like, name it a town in South Carolina, then, like, if they were going to film there. Yeah, I guess because, like, they already had the show done, Like, the storyline? Yeah. yeah. Like, I guess, like, that's real in, in um, the Outer Banks. The Banks. Like, the Pogues and... um. So the girl, the other girl too, Kiara, who's Maddie as uh-huh. well, she grew up in North Carolina and she was yeah, saying that they don't have the names Pogues and the Kooks, but mm-hmm. she definitely can see like the line of who's the Kooks and, the, and who, the Kooks and who's the Pogues. She's like, mm-hmm. that's 100% like true. Like there's a, there's a clear division. Okay. So like that yeah, makes so I, sense. Yeah. So I think like Charleston is actually like gorgeous and like ritzy. Like, yeah. also, what I like to do in my spare time, too, is look at houses on Zillow. And, okay. And, <laughs> and I've been looking at houses on Zillow in the Outer Banks and in Charleston. And the uh-huh. houses in Charleston are, like, works of art. Like, they look like they belong in a museum. Like, old Victorian uh, mega million mansions. Okay. So maybe yeah, that's interesting. why. Hmm. Sounds like know. a nice vacation spot. I've always wanted to go to right? It's yeah. a big bachelorette spot these days. So. I know, I know. I know. I'm like doing a deep dive into the show. Did you know what the Outer Banks was or like where it was before the show? Because I had never even heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I knew. Like I did not know it was in North Carolina. But I'm pretty uh, sure One Tree Hill is filmed like right there. Oh. And, um, um, yeah, Wilmington. <laughs> so Wilmington is the place that I knew because of One Tree Hill. And actually, one of my friend's cousin lived there for, like, a hot minute. Oh, my God, that's so random. I'm I watched One Tree Hill so long ago, I didn't even make that connection. Um, So, actually, speaking of One Tree Hill, um, cop. the cop with the mustache, I can't remember his name right now. Do you remember his name? No. Um, He is junk. Yeah, that's funny also. Um, yeah, yeah, so he looks just so old. He's 38 years old, and he looks like he's, like, in his 50s in the show. Yeah, he does look old. Alright, so what do you think, obviously, John B., the hottie McTotty of them all, the leader? I'm in love. Oh, yeah, I know you're in love, so I I think he's so hot, too. And, like, mysterious. Like, I feel like he's the girl, the guy you want to meet, like, in the summer, like, when you're a young girl. Like, oh, I'm gonna like, on meet, like, a, Yeah, I'm gonna meet, like, a bad boy this summer, and, like, we're gonna go on an adventure and like fall in love like that is John B like that's the perfect way to put it like he's a townie I was saying like I'm in love with him but I feel like it's almost like kind of like um a Peter Kavinsky from to all the boys I love before like you love Peter Kavinsky's character so much and then like Noah Centennial like Mm -hmm. yeah he's still hot but he's no Peter Kavinsky I feel like that's like John B like I'm in love with John B and like yeah it's still Chase Stokes but like 
Chase Stokes is no John B. Like you're in love with the character. Right. Because no one on earth exists like um, John B or like the guy, Noah Centineo, whoever his character Peter is. Kavinsky. Yeah. No one exists. Like they're not real. That's why we watch these movies. And That's these true. Shows, you know? And that it's the one it, it's like, I just want you to be real. So like now we can't think of him as anything but John B. But John B. Like yeah. he is John B. Yeah. I also, th- um, I do think he's cuter on the show than in pictures. Do you? I think in real life he has this like, I'm an actor and I'm cool and I'm a little hipster and I live in Williamsburg vibe about him. Totally not our vibe. Um, no. But yeah, on the show, it's just like his whole character, the way he like carries himself, like he's so cute. Yeah, like he stands up for what he believes in. He yeah. has all his friends back. He's passionate. He's, he's cute. confident. He's tall. Yeah. All right. So what about? I know you love JJ. Yeah. What do you think about JJ though? So I think JJ is so cute. The whole cast is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So JJ's character, I have like a moral dilemma. Why? Like I think that he's like funny. He really loves his friends and will do anything for his friends. Right. But he's a little bit of a loose cannon. Like, he has a really bad home life. Yeah. But he's kind of, like, letting that be the excuse sometimes. Like, when yeah. he bought the jacuzzi and all that stuff. or, But, like, when he, like, when you said, like, you fell in love with him when he took the blame for Pope for sinking Topper's boat. Right. Like, yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm going to go to jail. Pope really is the one, like the, like, the dad of the group who actually has a future. So he kind of, like, stood mm-hmm. up for him. But I just feel like he's, like, one step, like, making his life really bad. Yeah, like, he self-sabotages himself, right? Yeah, that's a good way to, like, put it. Like, he's just, like, he's on the borderline of, like, really fucking his life up. Definitely. Like, deep down, he's, like, such a good kid, you know? And, of course, like, of course I would love a character like that who's, like, pretty (laughs) fucked up but kind of (laughs) cute. I just love him because, like, it hurt my heart when his dad was, like, beating the shit out of him in that scene. And he was, like, crying. And then he was in his room, like, freaking out. Like, I was like, oh, like, you don't deserve that. No, it really is so heartbreaking. And you know what I also didn't notice until the third time I watched it? What? When he goes to get the keys to the phantom on the last episode from his dad mm-hmm. and his dad's like oh did you skip school today and it's july and i didn't even right. notice that until the third time i watched it that's when he was like um i can definitely take this key off my dad's neck right now yeah like he's high i really thought no, he no, was no. gonna end up with kiara though so i feel like the whole dynamic between key and like the boys uh-huh. is kind of like how john b said in like the first episode he's like everyone's like basically in love with her uh-huh so i feel like she kind of like had her options and it just kind of was like who's she gonna end up with if if any of them right like what a lucky girl they all wanted her yeah but then she's like pogues poke no poke on pogue but then she wanted to do anything with the kook so like who's she gonna end up with right and then she didn't want to be with pope like he was hitting on her and she was like no "No," like being nasty to him but then they did kiss at the end so like maybe season two will get more of that yeah i want to know like when her mind changed what do you think of Kiara as a character? So I really liked her. I thought she was very, um, like, Hollister meets Moana. <laughs> <laughs> can you see that? Yes, I can. And when you told me Moana, too, the other night when we were talking over text, I was uh-huh. like, that's actually kind of spot on. Yeah. And I just feel like the boys needed her in the story just to, like, not even be the mom. But, like, I don't know. I just feel like, girl, like, she had a lot to contribute to their adventure, mm-hmm. I think. And I think I, she was, I like, casted perfectly, too. Yeah. Because, like, you needed, like, a girl, like, a pretty girl who has that kook life, 
but like fits in with the boys and he would rather be doing boy things than going shopping and doing kook things. Right. Like you would never know she was a kook. No. And then I kind of like want to know more about her and Saren's relationship before this story too. Yeah, me too. I'm going to need like a flashback in season two. Right? Mm-hmm. Because even at one point too, I think it was like one of the last episodes, I think the second to last episode when they're at um, Sarah's house seeing if John B is there and he was like, is this like guilt because you weren't there when his dad disappeared last year? Oh. So like she must have been like really wrapped up with the kooks last year and like, I, w- I kind of want to know like the dynamic of how she fell into them. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like why did she start hanging out with them? Like how did she well, become part like, of that group? Yeah, and like we kind of know a little bit because of the whole cop situation with Sarah's party and then Pope as a character. I loved Pope. Yeah, he was the sweetest. I feel like I'm like a mix between like Pope and Sarah in real life because like Pope is kind of that one who like runs from trouble where they're all running into it. Yeah. Plus you're, he was like the brains of a lot of things too. And you're always the person that's like, like leading us in the direction and everyone's like following you, you know? Yeah. Because I'm a control freak. Not because I'm smart. It's just because I like to be the one like in control. Well, you're smart too. That's why we like yeah. trust you. you a know? little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. It's like me at Disney World where I'm just like, all right, yep. guys, this is what we're doing. That's exactly what I'm thinking of right now. But um, I actually really like this character. And like, even for him, too, like, his life was determined on this interview. And he still fucked it up to, like, do, do, do right by his friends. I know. I was just going to say that I couldn't believe when he ran out on the interview. Now yeah. I, I need to know what happens to him, like, what college he ends up going to. So what about Sarah? So the first time I watched the show, I didn't like Sarah until the end. Just be- So you ended up liking her. Yeah. But no one threw, okay. threw me off in the beginning. And I was like, oh, I don't like her. Her little sister was talking shit about her to Topper. Her little sister is the reason for the demise of this whole fucking the show. The little sister is such a shit star. I can't. She's the Okay. So one, why is her name Wheezy? Yeah. That's like, I, they never like, is that her nickname? Is that, is that her real name? Wheezy. But if you think about it, every bad thing that happens to the show mm-hmm. is because of the little sister's big fucking mouth. Yeah. One. And two, even look wise, she doesn't fit in with the rest of the Camerons. Yeah, that's true because they were all gorgeous right. and she was all, she was like, <laughs> sorry. But they're all like, they're girl. all like blonde yeah. and beachy and then she's like a little nerd bomber with her glasses and dark curly hair. Yeah, she's like the black sheep. Yeah, uh-huh. but basically everything that was bad happened because she told Topper about John B coming to steal the equipment, mm-hmm. fucking got John B fired, right? right? Yes. That's her fault. Mm-hmm. Then she goes off and tells Rafe that Sarah and the dad are at the airport going to, to the Bahamas. Yes. Race goes to the airport and fucking shoots the oh sheriff. Oh god, yeah, that's so it's true. It's all Weezy's fault. True, and she did some other shit. And, yeah, she did. Um, the, the, the hen's kook, or whatever it's called, when, after Midsummer's Night, she goes to give the map to um, John B, up in that little area, yeah. and he and then Topper comes to the house and she tells him that she's on a secret adventure with John B and he goes and pushes him off the hen's coop and then John gets a concussion and breaks his arm. Yeah, when Topper came to the house and she was pre- she was in the bed covering for Sarah yeah. and she was pretending and yep. he was talking to her and she yeah. was just letting him And then him she told talk. him where he was. Yeah, like you're the worst little sister ever. Yeah, so basically if Wheezy wasn't born, uh-huh. there would be no drama. That's so true. So I guess like... Do we thank her or do we hate her? But then like, without her, there would be, be no show. There would be no story. So I guess we like yeah. her. I'm, I'm but... so glad that Sarah was like, fuck my family. I love Sarah as a character. And I think this sounds like so shallow, but I feel like characters that I think, 
like who have like similar either personality traits or similar like looks about them like she was like the only blonde person in the show so I'm like oh yeah like like yeah you never like feel that way yeah of course I like every blonde in every movie because I exactly because like oh I have blonde. yeah so like I always liked her from the beginning she's like dropped a gorgeous this girl she's like the rich girl but like she's still like wasn't that like uber rich girl that was like away like her brother yeah also sarah's character had a good character development through the show definitely like towards the end she was like a hundred percent better yeah because even when you told me you're like i don't really like sarah i'm like she gets better yeah because i felt like like even though her boyfriend topper was like you know a scumbag i like she was kind of playing with his mind in the beginning too yeah like even before he sucked yeah so let's actually talk about topper because Topper, I think, has, like, a glimmer of hope in him. Definitely. Because even when, like, all the kooks were doing bad things, like, beating the shit out of the pogues, he was always kind of one, like, guys, like, stop. Like, stop, guys. 100%. He had, like, this, like, glimmer of, like, don't do it behind his yeah. eyes. And especially, too, at the end where he came out of the church pretending to be John B, like, kind of proved to him that maybe there might be something more to him than a typical kook. Definitely. So I think that he wouldn't, or not even I think, I know he wouldn't have been that, like bad at all if if it weren't for Rafe like if he weren't with Rafe yeah then he wouldn't I don't think he would have ever like really done anything wrong no because even like in the beginning too when um Sarah is at the neighbor's house mm-hmm. going to get the stuffed bunny and the boat yeah and she like pretends to get electrocuted and he like gets so upset and like runs to her and then Rafe's like oh you're you're ripped or whatever yeah so like he's Rafe is like telling him these things that like are good things or bad yeah he like genuinely cared about her. um when they were at the midsummer party and he was like where were you yesterday I was like, like i kind of felt bad for him i was like he he's just like genuinely asking where she was like yeah. he just like he definitely has some insecurities yeah though, because like that's his behavior is not normal like even he was talking to easy he's like um thinking it was sarah he's like i don't care who you went with but it, if i find out who it is i'll crush their skull that's true yeah so like he had like a little but he's also loose cat too like I didn't notice really too how drunk he was and he was driving. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. Party to her house. And they were um like in the tower and like they switched clothes. Like how did it go from like, oh, I'm going to kill you to like, oh yeah, I'll, t- I'll go outside. Like let's switch clothes, you know? Because I think that he's so insanely in love or at least he thinks he's so in love with mm-hmm. Sarah that he's willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. So when he says they're here, he's like, let me prove to you how much I love you. Oh, that's why he did it? But then so Rafe is a fucking Oh my God, I know. I don't even know where I hope to he's start. Not in the second season. He has to be. I know he does, but like, I hope he's like in yeah. jail in the second season or something. Yeah, I definitely hope he gets in so, trouble. So speaking mm-hmm. of the second season, what do you think? What are some of your predictions? So I think it's going to start with um, Sarah and John B. in the Bahamas. I, I mean, I really can't even predict what else would happen. What do you think? So I feel like there's like so many logistics too, though, of like this. So say they go to the Bahamas, mm-hmm. the gold's there. But it's in wards, like, offshore count. So, like, how are they getting into that? They're like, oh, the gold's there. It's not like he dug it in a hole. Right. Like, like obviously, ward is so going like, oh, well, he doesn't know where they're going. He doesn't know. He thinks uh, most people are right, 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 right. So that's, yeah. like, one uh-huh. thing. But I think, too, like, also, you know how the captain was like, oh, I was young and, love, lo- young and in love once. And that, like, ended really bad. Yeah. Because I feel like in all shows, too, like, the second season or the second movie – there has to be some kind of conflict and it's usually with what ended good in the season before. So I think that was like foreshadowing maybe some sort of conflict between the two of them. Hmm. But it's funny too, cause like the cast, um, I think you ended up following all them on Instagram, right? I followed JJ. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so I follow all of them, and a lot of them are in quarantine right now. So mm-hmm. Race, Sarah, uh, JJ, and John B are all quarantining together in LA right mm-hmm. now. And they're very, very active on social media, and they keep like um, positioning for everyone to keep watching the show and keep telling fans and keep posting about how much you love it. Because they were like almost afraid that they weren't going to get a second ep- like a second yeah. season. I mean, I guess like I'm just assuming everyone that makes a Netflix series like for a season gets a second, or season. or like they just like have to like worry like oh shit like what if people don't like it and like don't want the second season you know. Yeah, that's so true. When this is like a phenomenon, like literally the whole entire world. Right. And like, it couldn't be at a better time because everyone's in quarantine. Like everyone's going to watch it. So I'm sure I can't see them not getting the second season. No, but I just hope in season two, like somehow they tell their friends that they're okay. Because that scene at the end when their friends think that they died and their parents come in. Oh yeah, that was so sad. Did you cry? No, I I didn't cry, but it was sad. For a second, I was like are they dead? Did you have any thought that they might be dead? No. Because I I was thinking the whole time, like, what fucking idiot's going to this storm? But I knew that they yeah, would die. Yeah, just for, like, the sake of the show. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, they're the two main characters. Like, there definitely won't be a season two if they right. die. But, like, literally, like, the logistics of them surviving that We're so life. unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And also, too, like, when the boat... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, suddenly um, they had life jackets... <laughs> yeah they were they weren't wearing i know jackets. i noticed that and how did they both manage to hold on to the boat all the way to the bahamas <laughs> or wherever they ended up floating right to? like yeah you i know? got titanic vibes from that too i was like would they just hold on to the yeah. boat all night and like yes sharks? hello yeah no way no thank you like it just doesn't like logistic wise right. mm-hmm. no yeah we need answer. answers to these questions and you know what? Actually, two other things that came up in my head that I need what? answers to. So one I didn't speak to you about, one okay. I did. Scooter, I think is his name. The guy who goes uh, out into yeah. the storm on on uh, Ward Cameron's behalf to the island where we think that John B's dad Right, and he's on. married to that lady. That lady, Lana, I think her name yeah. is, Alina. So when John B goes to her house to find out what happened to his dad, she tells him this whole story. She goes, yeah, Scooter was on the way to the island, and he found out that your dad was camping out there. Yeah. Dad. But then when he came, when he was coming back in the storm, he died. So how does she know that that he that he found that out if he died on the way home? Like, how did she get the information? Yeah. And like, I was talking to Riley about this, and I was like, I don't know, like maybe he called her, or radioed her on the way home. I'm like, yeah, but if he did, why is she running around town? Like, has anybody seen Scooter? Yeah. Like, you know where he was if you spoke to him. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I didn't think about, like, the radio. But I was like, maybe it was before, like, the power went out. Like, maybe he was, like, able to text, like, call her for some reason. And, like, she didn't, she wasn't, like, thinking he was going to die, you know? Another question, too, that kind of was, like, a huge part of the show in the beginning and then Mm -hmm. kind of died out is those two goons that came in the beginning to look for yeah. the Yeah. Like, who said Yeah, them? like, did we ever find out, like, what their, like, deal was? So the only thing that we found out is that, well, we didn't, they didn't even, like, blatantly yeah. tell it, but Scooter, def- um, excuse me, Cameron Ward definitely killed them. Okay, because I feel like I wasn't really following, like, what was happening with them, and then I just remembered they died, like, they were dead. Yeah, they, were, they yeah. just, like, got dead, but she was saying how it was with a, um, that like mm-hmm. fish hook and that fish hook ended up being in Ward's house when he got the compass and put it in the 
in the safe. So we know it was Ward okay. who killed him. And then he also tried to frame it on the boys. Um, okay. on John B. Because remember when he called the radio and he said that John B. stabbed yeah. him with that? That was what the murder weapon was with um, those two goons. But like, were those two goons working right. for Ward? Were they outsiders who were interested in the treasure too? And then Ward killed them, so they were out of the way in the tr- in the treasure hunt. Like we really didn't get yeah. full answers on them. Maybe yeah. I wonder if like the writers had something in mind where like they already knew in the second season they would like touch more on that, you know, mm-hmm. on it. Then also too, what I told you, I found out is one of the directors of the show was the directors of Friday Night Lights, which is one oh, of my yeah. favorite shows. And his daughter, Jonas, his name is Jonas. His daughter was in the show really? as well. She was the one. Yeah. So remember when Scooter's yeah. body washes up and they're talking to the girl and she's like, look, a dead Yeah, body. she's like showing the pictures on the phone. That's his daughter. She had her phone out. Yeah, that's oh, okay. his daughter. The cast was very good with like behind the scenes bits that they've been yeah. posting now. And she like, that girl hung out with them like behind the scenes too. So you can kind of like get a good Oh my look. God, I have to like watch more behind the scenes things and I have to watch the interviews too. Yeah, and the interviews too, they were like talking about like, uh, they're playing the game like, who takes the most oh, long to get dressed? Who's That's funny. That? And there's one that was like, who's uh-huh. most like the character? And everyone's like, honestly, like we're all like- our Oh my God, that's so off. interesting. Right? And I feel like too, because Sarah and Kiara being both Maddie's being mm-hmm. from the Carolinas, they have some like similarities right. to their characters. And like Chase lived in Florida from, I think 14 years old and on. So he already had like his boating license and knew like. Where is he lights. from though? Do you know? He's from Maryland. He's from Annapolis, okay. Annapolis, Maryland. He moved to Florida for high school and stayed there throughout okay. college. And he's twenty seven. The rest They're of like the main twenty one, right? Kiara, okay. twenty two. Yeah, and then Topper is twenty six, and Topper's actually he's so cute too. Oh my god! It's- yeah, more in real life. Because yeah, I was looking at pictures of him last night. His face was like chiseled by God himself. No, I swear (laughs) to God, he was like a creation (laughs) from Jesus. I think the only bad looking person in the series is the drug dealer. (laughs) But like, he's a drug dealer, so he should be like bad looking. Oh, true. Like, you never want to have a crush on the drug dealer. But yeah, even Rafe was like kind of cute. Rafe was cute. He was just a fucking yeah, psycho mess. His name's Drew in real life. I'm pretty sure. I don't know how old he is. I think he's like 23. Yeah, I looked. I think he was. I think he was Let's around 22, 23. Mm-hmm. Right. Because the whole cast is pretty much around our age. Well, no. Oh, she's so actually. He is. I'm lying. Oh, that's good. That makes yeah. me feel better because I know. His birthday's a few days before. Oh my god, Gemini's. Because I was, like, Googling them last night, but I was really focusing on JJ, and I know he's 21, and I was like, oh, that's nice. I'm going to be 27, and I'm in love with someone that's 21. I'm going to marry him. Well, that's what was fun, too. Like, they spent the whole summer Mm -hmm. in Charleston, and they all, like, hung out. They all went out. Like, there's pictures of them in the bar, too, and they're all of age. They were all going out, like... My god, that's so fun for them. What did you think Warriors? about the stepmom? So the whole like, parenting thing, they didn't really talk about that much. Yeah, like exactly. what happened they to their never, mom? They never, ever, ever talked about the mom. The stepmom, though, I thought was cast as right. well because she was like young. She was pretty. She was like kind of mm-hmm. bitchy. And she, no matter what right. Ward would do, she always had his side. But it was 
not because she loved him yeah. it's because she loved his money true yeah she was like his yeah. ride or die chick like he's like i i did this and she was like standing up for him she's like okay well, like we're gonna go with this idea she was, like, because like what else is she gonna do and he's like and he's like i didn't really have yeah. anything else to do. she goes yeah you didn't have anything else to just kill the cop and do this and do that you didn't have any other choices like there's a million other choices yeah Right. But, She's like trying to make I him actually, feel better. I actually liked her, but I wish she talked about like where Sarah's mom is. Is she dead? Is she divorced? Yeah. They briefly touched on mm-hmm. John B's mom, how she does split. Um, nothing ever about JJ's right. mom. And then Kiara and True. Hope's parents are still together. Right. She's the only one that yeah, they they're the only ones that yeah. have like normal parents. Any Let's other final thoughts? Uh, no, I think I said I covered everything. I think so. How I think, about you? I think everything's out in the open now. All right. Well, I guess that's it for our okay. OBX little segment. Uh, and also, yeah. too. I'm sad because I really love talking like about it. Sorry. And you know what stinks, too, is we're going to have yeah. to wait a little bit longer for season two than normal because of quarantine season. Oh, so ruining everything. They, if there was going to be a season two, they would have to film it, like, this summer. this summer and they're not going right. to be able to so we probably won't get it for another two years yeah Great. corona times nothing to look forward to <laughs> i know we're gonna be, like there's a really good chance that i don't even want to say it that that we might be 30 <laughs> by the time that we get the outer bank oh, like, oh, oh my god the next we're, season. Might, we're gonna be 27 in a few weeks yeah oh my god so that's, that's a really scary thought so it, be- it better happen before we're 30. Please. Like, I'll get out 29 at least. Yeah. They might be able to film it sooner because if they're not going to film it in the OBX because they're going to the Bahamas, uh-huh. maybe they'll all. Oh, yeah, you're smart. Maybe they'll all maybe the Bahamas. All in the Bahamas. And then like, you can really film at <gasps> any time there. Right. I like where your so, head's at. Hey, we might get it sooner than we think. Happy thoughts. All okay. right. So I think that's it, though, for our OBX before we draw it out even more. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. But if you guys are interested in learning more about Outer Banks, go watch it on Netflix or follow us on Instagram at the Talk of the Islands to see what we're posting about OBX and some more of our future episodes. That's All right, it. guys. Thank, thank you. We will see you guys next time. Bye.